the Color by Felix podcast. All right, everyone, welcome to the Color by Felix podcast. I have Sebastian and Andrea with me, and then also an amazing guest artist, Andrew Kadima, with me today, which I am excited to talk to. Welcome, guys. Thank yeah. you so much. And Andrew, if you don't mind, just right off the bat, um, shouting out your social media so that those who don't know you can follow along. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think uh, just about everything. It's just at my name. So just at Andrew Kadima. Awesome. Cool. Perfect. And we'll also link that in the show notes. Yeah. So Felix, you've been following Andrew for a while now, huh? Yeah. So basically the way I found you was through an art feature. Actually, a lot of artists that I found that I'm like, well, this, this, this person has an interesting, unique, uh, I see something there, you know, something special. And so I follow a lot. I, I find a lot of artists through like art featuring pages or discovery. And so that's how I found you. I was like, wow, you, you do you, what I like about your work is that, um, you, you do realistic, but also you make it fun. You, you, you make it look like a painting, but right. um, in a fun, creative way, but also with video editing as well. There were some funny video, like I could relate with some, the way you edit videos, <laughs> there's some funny parts, which, which I enjoy, you know, mm -hmm. it, I right, feel right, like right. art should be fun, you know, and I see that in your artwork. So that's yeah, how I found you. And, cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I always get like, uh, I, I don't know if you experienced that too, probably, but like on social media, the biggest question, sorry, my cat is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest question that you get asked sometimes is like, how do you, develop like a following or like how do people get to know you and that kind of thing and you know i can i can remember like the moment that it kind of happened was was due to like these art sharing kind of uh profiles that just uh you know randomly pick your stuff it, it just seems like such a stroke of luck and then it mm -hmm. all kind of takes off after that so it's funny it's funny that that's how you found me um yeah. but yeah also about the the sort of seriousness and stuff like that i remember you know when i kind of started um you know, I'm pretty new to like painting in general. Um, really? Wow. Less, less than a decade. I, mm. I don't know if that new, new, like in the sense of like a career kind of mm. thing. Um, and when I started, I was sort of like following a lot of these super, super serious artists. And, uh, mm. you know, when you see those kind of people on social media, there's no like person behind it. It's mm. just, just the art you see all the time. And it gives you this like kind of, I don't know, this different sense of, of, of what it is. And I kind of, connected a little bit more with the idea of like also being the person who's who's painting the things like letting people know that oh there's somebody behind it and you know they have a personality too that can kind of show through mm -hmm. uh, so yeah i think it's kind of important to you know not not take everything too seriously and make sure that you know you're a part of your art and it's not just the paintings that are there mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely it's like yeah it's it's i mean I don't know. There's some quote out there about it. I'm not even going to try because I'll butcher it. But like the whole thing about just how your, your life is your art, you know, it's like, sure. I think, and I think that that is a shame if you don't uh, show people how the two blend together or show people the person behind it, you know, otherwise it, yeah, they might as well be interacting with a museum. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think people like it too. Like, it's not like a sense, it's not even like important who you are necessarily like, you know what you look like or anything like that is, is not not the important part of it it's just the fact that there's like a person there yeah <laughs> exactly yeah more. people want to connect on social media and um see that authentic side of you but i speaking on this topic of like letting your life uh show through your art like we want to get to know you a little bit better so can you share like where you're from when you started art and um i guess maybe like 
um, where you are right now in life, like what age are you or something that something that can get, let us get to know you a little better. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I kind of, uh, well, my, my life started as a musician. Um, and it's probably from my mom. She was a ballet dancer mm. and uh, she kind of forced my, my brother and I into piano when we were super, super, super young. And, uh, I ended up absolutely hating that. And I, didn't want to do it at all. I thought it was the worst thing ever, <laughs> uh, but she like was adamant that I stayed in music in, in some way. So I kind of moved around. I played violin for a little while. Um, and I did that for like my whole youth up until college actually. And I went to school for, for writing music. Um, and that took me to where I am now at San Francisco, uh, went to school here and really, you know, I, I had a career after that writing music, you know, conducting and performing for, with orchestras and stuff like that. And uh, basically when the pandemic hit, maybe like a year before the pandemic hit is when I really started focusing on painting and kind of doing it every day Wow! Um, and making it like a, a big part of my life. You know, when I was younger, I used to like do embarrassing kind of awful sketches and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, I th I'd say like maybe 2019, I started really, really focusing on doing it every day and making it a, a sort of ritual. Mm -hmm. uh, and then you know, I kind of didn't share it with anybody. It was like my private thing that I was doing for, for a while there. And then really, I, I guess when, when the quarantine was going on, I just started posting every day to social media and that just kind of took off from there, really. That's great. And like, you, and you've said that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you haven't painted that long. And, but do you, would you say that maybe, because I mean, I, I saw your stuff and it looks great. Would you say that the, like, that posting to social media kind of helped your skills advance faster? Did it yeah. like knowing that you'd have an audience versus just, Oh, this is going in the drawer for me alone to appreciate. Like it kind of creates this urgency or this fun or something. Yeah. I think it, it's interesting. I was just thinking about that the other day. Like it's a, it's such a double-edged sword. Like, cause, cause you really want to make sure that it's not affecting what you're making. Like it's not kind of putting you in this sort of vein that you can't get out of. Like you, you get stuck. Like when I, when I first started and I got like a little bit of notoriety was I was making these portraits with like lots of features and stuff like that. And it became a thing where I was like, oh, you know, people are kind of connecting with it and they really like it. And it, it was starting to make me think like, oh, you know, that's, that's what I am. You know, I'm the, the guy who paints the eyes and mm -hmm. like the faces with like eyes and stuff. And I was like, oh, do I, do I want that? You know, do I want to be stuck with that my <laughs> whole life? You know, is that, is that my thing? So you know, that was like a, an instance where I made a conscious effort where I knew like, okay, maybe it was going to get less attention or less traction, but I needed to do something else because right. we want to get stuck with that kind of, with that kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, Felix so, is super familiar with that. Oh man. I can oh, yeah, okay. relate to you a hundred percent. And I, yeah, that's where it's, it gets tricky when using social media, when putting your art out there because, right. and if you stick to a certain, you know, uh, style specific thing, and, and that's how you, the thing that gets you noticed, that's what like people like to just put you in that. Oh, this is the person that I know this person does this only. 
oh, and I know the other person just does that person only, you know, and like, and people like to kind of, they don't, it's almost like, I feel like it's maybe it's hard. I'm just trying to think from their perspective, maybe it's hard right. to, to like, remember, like, if it's a lot of bouncing around, and it's too much for them in their mind, like, they already have a lot going on in their day to day life, maybe it's too much right. to remember, you know, so they right. want to categorize you to uh, as a specific thing, you know, so mm-hmm. it's that's, yeah, um, it makes sense from their side. But as creators and artists, you want to continue growing and exploring right. that, you know, and I noticed that through talking to artists, they, they, they tend to say, say the same thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. That, that, that's so, it's so interesting. You know, but there, there's also, I always find it fascinating. The artists who like, you know, maybe, you know, some, some of the same ones on social media, I can't think of any names right now off the top of my head, but there's like some artists who like every painting is so similar. Like the subject matter is like, so, and they'll do it for, 20 years or something and it's mm-hmm. just like yeah and that's great i think that's um, that's cool too amazing that they you know can do that and i'm sure they find you know uh, uh success in that or sort of validation in that but to me when i look at that i'm like oh wow you know what a how, yeah. how, how do they do that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's almost like challenging totally right? yeah 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 and i think yeah. it's like in a way it might be kind of like you know, not, and I'm not at all poo-pooing art audiences. I'm just saying in general, I think it's our human tendency. Like when you go to, you know, Chipotle, you want it to taste like the other Chipotle in mm-hmm. your, in your hometown, you know, when you're in someone else's town, it's like, you know, you like that familiarity and that, but that familiarity might not be good for you. Right. Like maybe, That's true. yeah, maybe it's actually better to go to a restaurant that makes something different and try something new and all that. But like, I think the tendency is for comfort and familiarity. And so it's yeah. like, yeah. 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 So it makes sense. And it totally makes sense. Right. That's how we all are as humans. We, yeah. we yeah. like to have uh, like a routine or like the same sure. kind of uh, visuals maybe in that. So that makes sense in that way. Um, yeah. yeah uh, it's like an organizing thing. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't mean you have to cater to it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like you can challenge your audience. So right. real quick, I just had one more question because um, like while we were on the topic of your style, um, one thing that I really noticed was kind of a theme among a lot of your work is that you have a very kind of like isolated subject, you know, on like a white background. Yeah. And then you also, I've noticed you leave like the, you play a lot around a lot with like the edges of your works and you'll kind of let brush strokes kind of fly off into space and things like that. Like, could you speak to that style a little bit and where that comes from? Cause that was really sure. interesting to me. Oh, thank you. That's I love. It's so cool. It's, it's so rare actually that you hear somebody like, I don't know, dissect things a little bit. So, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know the the sort of like central object thing. I, I think that comes from like maybe it was born out of like my inexperience, where where you know I, I literally never took any kind of formal class or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So that's like I, I think they're born out of study, really. Like you know, kind of getting one thing and just really focusing on that one thing, getting that one thing to look you know, as, as good as I could make that one thing to look. Mm. Um, and then, you know, I don't know about the, the sort of, you know, flying off kind of thing and the messing with the edges and, and, and whatnot. I, I like the, the, like what you were saying before, where there's some sort of this realism, but there's an element that separates it from, from reality that kind of lets you know that this is a painting or, or, mm. or something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where that comes from mostly, but yeah. I, so it's I think like you breaking practice, the fourth wall kind of. Maybe, maybe something like that. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. And also, you know, there's a lot to be said for the fact that I like the visual too, you know, like it just kind of could be just a pure aesthetic kind of thing where I'm like, right. oh, that looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
Did you always like know that you wanted to do something with art as a career? Like, um, I know you said that music wasn't really your thing, but after that, like, how did you decide to start like posting on Instagram and how did you, and did you at that time when you were posting, did you do it just for fun or were you thinking like, maybe I can turn this into something? Oh, so just to clarify, like when I was really young, I hated music, but I kind of rediscovered later on a love for it. And I I did kind of, I mean, I want to say it's probably, I spent like 15 years, Mm. you know, from my high school working, working with music until a couple of years ago. Um, And uh, yeah, I, I, when I started painting, you know, I never, never thought about business or like making money or even people knowing me, it was like, it was so cool actually that it was just purely like a thing for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. never, never thought about making a career for it at all. And I miss those days actually. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if you, you have experienced something similar where it's like, you know, I was thinking oh, I miss like, and it kind of falls into that being affected by social media thing, but I miss the days where I just painted and I didn't care about <laughs> making the video. I didn't care about, you know, what it was going to, how it was going to affect people or like how people were going to receive it. And, you know, certainly didn't think about like, you know, how many likes or whatever it was going to get. And even now, like, I want to say, Oh, I don't care about that still, but you know, I mean, certainly there's like a little part of me that at least knows it's going on. Mm-hmm. So I still feel like it, it, it weighs on me. A little. I, I get that weight of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and are you doing it full time or do you have a, another job? Um, so I do teach music still, okay, which is like, maybe 50% that and 50% art and stuff and like you that. Think that, that but, you know, is nice. Like, does that, do you like the fact that that maybe takes some pressure off of you to uh, pay all your bills with art or does it? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I, it would be tough for me to, I mean, I could live, but I don't know how comfortable I would be. <laughs> right. You know, it, would, it would be stressful at least because, you know, I feel like w- with the art thing and maybe it's just like due to ex- inexperience, I feel like, it could be gone in a day, you know, I could wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden nobody would care. And, you know, that's, that's terrifying. If, <laughs> if that's like 100% your, your income. Yeah. Well, and I, and also, I mean like um, financially, definitely, but like yeah. also do you feel just like creatively, it gives you a little more headspace to maybe not worry about doing, for example, like doing the things that you know will work and actually like experimenting more and things like that. Do you yeah, think? I think so. Having yeah, a day job sure. gives you that freedom of mind. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, because, you know, I guess if you're like always in that headspace of thinking about art and like you're, you're in that world all the time, well, then you're going to constantly be worrying about it. And I guess the music kind of gives me this opportunity to kind of just completely separate myself from that world and focus on something else and kind of, I don't know, de-stress a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And you do music too, Felix, so... Is oh really? It, yeah. Do you? Um, well, I I I, um, I used to play in the worship team for like over twelve years. You know, grew up playing, and and my parents kind of like uh, my dad's a pastor, so he he encouraged oh, okay. us. We started a church, you know, and uh, and so we needed some musicians. And my dad used to have a band when he was younger. Um, he he he, you know, recorded on those CDs, you know. So it's like, um, so he had a band too when he was younger. So I came. It's similar, like yours in a way. My mom, my parents wanted us. I have uh, 
four brothers and one sister. So my parents wanted wanted us to learn music. So they actually made us take piano lessons, kind of similar situation (laughs) in a way. Um, Actually, a lot of Europeans, their parents like, I noticed to take their kids to learn piano, like as one of the main instruments, piano or guitar. But anyway, um, uh, so yeah, I just played a little bit of music, but I love music still. um, But art... Uh, was also my passion. I started doing it mainly. I didn't even think that. I actually had more thought that music was going to make it compared to art. You know, like music can make a living instead of art is like, uh, that's like just a hobby, you know, but it's not the other way. And uh, for me, like, so for you, you teach music as part-time. So I I feel like for me, when I do, because I teach, I teach painting though. I do, I do YouTube videos and I teach as like more of of the side, like um, it's art, but I feel like it's kind of more of of also work in a way. Um, Okay. And then after I do that, I get to explore. I get to be free to explore, you know, my creative uh, art, you know, what I can create, you know, and have fun with. Um, so I noticed that similar similarity with, uh, yeah, with us similar. here. That's, that's interesting. So, um, yeah, I noticed, I noticed like, you, like you, I also, one of the things I I've, I've seen your, your art, like, uh, you posted this couple of them actually with uh, 3d glasses and then you painted. Oh yeah. So explain that process. How did you discover that? And, and was it in an accident? Uh, it wasn't an accident. I mean, I knew the, of the technique, like, or the possibility of it. And uh, I actually remember it's so, I mean, it's going to be a dumb, uh, you know, a story that no, who cares, but I was just, I remember I was in Las Vegas with my brother and I was looking on Amazon and uh, I saw that you could buy like, I don't know, 50, a pack of 50 glasses for like eight bucks. And I was like, oh man, I should, I should just buy it and try this out. You know, that, that was, that's literally how it started. And then I got so interested in, you know, I, I don't know, like the, if there's a, an idea like the technique side of it gets really interesting to me and I will like hyper-focus on, on getting the technique down really, really solidly and, and sort of a real natural way. Like, you know, one, one of the big things that I do in painting is like, I hate sketching beforehand. I hate like trying to map things out and taking the time to like really structure things solidly before painting, probably because I'm so impatient. Like I just need to get started right away. Mm-hmm. So I like this sort of feeling of getting things really natural and you can just start right away and it feels like it just comes out easy. So that was, that was really fun with the, with the 3d glass because it presents like a crazy, crazy, uh, technical issue where, you know, you're not thinking so much in terms of value anymore, or, or you're not thinking in terms of value in the traditional way, like light colors are not always going to be the lightest and dark colors are not always going to be the darkest depending on what lens you're looking through. So you have to really change the way that you think about painting. It's just so cool. It's so interesting. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't know. I had seen like, I think on like Reddit or like one of these websites years ago, I saw um, a mural by, by an artist who does very similar kind of things. Um, yeah. But then it was just kind of like lurking in my head for a while. And I didn't even think, you know, oh, you could do this with, with painting too, but uh, yeah, just one day I just thought, oh, it'd be cool to try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that caught my eye for sure. Okay, that was interesting. Um, and the way you yeah. presented it in the video. So, um, right. do you do you? I wanted to ask you: Do you record your own, uh, like, your own, you know, way and edit everything yourself? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. and it's all pretty, you know, 
it's so bare bones. Like people ask me too. That's one of the questions I get asked where, you know, what, what software do you use? You know, how, what kind of camera do you use? And it's so like, and what light do I use even which is so funny because the light I use is literally like a broken lamp that it just takes. Yeah. It's literally nothing. The camera is just my phone. The soft is like the free software that comes with, you know, a Mac. It's like, yeah. there's really not much to it. Um, yeah. Just kind of magically worked out somehow. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's the eternal thing that artists get. It's like any successful artist will get people asking him all day, every day, what their equipment is. And it's, right. I, I remember right. there's this artist, Marlo Meekins. She was really big okay. on Vine back in the day. But okay. and just known for making funny skits, but she's actually a really talented like uh, artist and caricaturist, and people are always oh, cool. asking her about stuff. And so I think she actually like showed something that she made with Crayola markers, like from yeah. the drugstore, and it looked just the same as like you know, the art, yeah, art I, pens. I, <laughs> I was like, I thought about doing something similar. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you know, I, I thought about. I actually bought them, and I just never got around to it. Like one dollar brushes versus like fifty dollar brushes or something like that. Like just something funny, you know, because I, you know, I, am sure like when I was starting out, I started with like the cheapest stuff I could buy. I was like, I was actually painting on paper, which is like so bad to do for, I mean, like printer paper, basically oh, wow, for, yeah. <laughs> with, like, with oil paint, it makes no sense. You know, it's just going to disappear after, <laughs> after a while. Um, but then, you know, and, and I felt like, Oh, I was getting better. And there is something to getting better supplies. Like, you know, it does help you a little bit. It makes you feel like you're, I don't know. It's more important what you're doing and it does give you sort of like a, an extra push. But uh, after a while you do realize, Oh, you know, how much does this really matter? You know, I, I feel like I could do, do this same kind of stuff with, with much cheaper things or, or, or you know, whatever. So I, I think, yeah, the supplies do play a role, but I don't know how, how important they are. In, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause I think if you've got, if, you, if you've got plenty of money to spend on supplies, I think that's great. But I think some people let it hold them back. Like, you know, maybe somebody who just doesn't have a lot of money yet and they're just waiting till their supplies are perfect before they make the art they've always wanted to make. And I just think that that's, right. don't let it, like, don't let it stop you. Cause I agree. I think yeah. like I would love, you know, I can tell the difference when I play on a nice guitar and a versus a bad guitar, but it's like, it's uh, yeah. Don't you it, feel though that maybe this difference, that's something that you're going to notice. Yeah. And like 90% of people when you play are not going to notice, right? Exactly. It's, like, it's that like extra thing that's, that's maybe more for you than, than like the actual, I don't know, the, the actual result, I guess. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. So what I wanted to know as well is like, do you, um, do you have any kind of like creative rules that you abide by or do you, because like, you know, we're talking about these kind of things. Like I would say for me personally, that's one of my big creative rules is like, don't let your equipment stop you, you know? And then, but like, do you have anything in terms of your creative process or just how you approach your philosophy to art that you kind of live by? Um, boy, that's a tricky one. Um, or do you just kind of do it? Because that's cool too. If you just do it all on instinct and you don't really. Yeah. I mean, I try and that's kind of like one of the things I try. I try not to, like I was saying before, I try not to get stuck in, in like a, in any kind of particular track that, that I can't get off of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, and you know, when I choose like what to paint, for instance, like I'm sitting there for like, you know, 30 minutes before I start painting. And that's when I decide what I'm going to paint. Like it, I rarely have like this plan that I'm kind of executing. It's pretty spontaneous most of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, 
not being afraid, I think is one of my big things, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying something new and not worrying so much about how it looks. Mm. And, uh, you know, one thing that I also tell my students, so mo- mostly what I teach is piano mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I mean, you slave away for like hundreds and hundreds of hours for this, like three minutes that you're going to be on stage. Mm-hmm. And I always try and like, make sure that the people are, or that the students are, are aware that the hundreds of hours that you spend you know, those are the important things. That's, that's where you need to have, you know, that's where you need to put the value in your time Mm -hmm. and not those three minutes on stage, right? Because what's, what's three minutes versus the hundred hours that you put in. So I I kind of approach painting the same way where, you know, the, the result, the final piece that I get, I mean, it's important, but it's not the thing that I want to, you know, focus on so much with me and, and, and really the process, right. The time that I spend painting is, is what I find the most valuable, um, out of the whole experience. Um, yeah. So that I'd say that's probably my main, main thing. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So what, what has like inspired you or like, where do you generally like get your ideas? Is there someone on like social media that has inspired you or like other artists in the past? Um, I guess that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think, uh, you know, social media has been huge for me because it took me from like, I was pretty late to getting on social media too. Like I think uh, Instagram, I started like 2018 maybe or 2017, something like that. Like, you know, it was already kind of going like mm-hmm. lots of artists were on there already. And I, I, I was kind of totally unaware of it. And it was great because it took me from knowing like maybe like five artists to like, to like knowing hundreds, you know? Yeah. Uh, so definitely that's a place where I get lots of inspiration from lots of amazing, amazing artists and mm-hmm. art that I, you know, would never even think of kind of gets across my eyeballs there. Um, specifically though, it's hard to, hard to say, you know, I'm sure things affect me every day, but, uh, it's rare that I would sit down and think, oh, I'm going to paint like this person, or I'm mm-hmm. in, in, in my, I'm trying to emulate something like that. I, I never really, really approach it that way, even though it may kind of show through sometimes where, you know, some things are affecting me, Yeah, um, yeah. but I try not to try not to purposefully copy or or anything like that yeah totally yeah um so are you only on like you started would you say like on instagram first and then are you any in in any other platforms that's actually interesting i started on youtube oh okay yeah that was like the first thing time lapse or how what, what did you yeah, do? Just time lapse and that was like around the same time i want to say like 2017 or 2016 something like that yeah. Um, so pretty early on in my art careers, I actually just wiped every video. Really? <laughs> but, yeah. Because I was, I was so like, oh, this is like, it's so not me anymore. You know, it was, it was almost like embarrassing to me. That really? I, that was, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, oh man. Gosh, I personally I love that to stuff. See. <laughs> Why did you do that? I mean, okay. So it wasn't, it's not like horrible, horrible. I don't know what I'm doing, but it was like, it's very obviously different from where I am now. Right. So, do you still uh, have that channel or? I do have the channel. I mean, I haven't done anything with it for like three years. Like okay. it's literally just a ghost town. So what and, were uh, you doing before that was so different? Was it still like oils? Style? What's that? Was it still oil paints back then? Yeah, it was still oils. Um, you know, pretty much. I mean, it's just a worse version of, of what I'm doing now. It's not like, and again, maybe it was like the thing like with your guitar. Maybe nobody nobody would notice. And it's just like a personal thing where I just yeah. feel like it's so bad. But, I was uh, gonna say yeah. you're such an artist. 
No, I, <laughs> I feel like artists always do that. Yeah, so self-critical, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's actually impulse, though. Sorry. Oh, nothing. I was just saying I understand the impulse because I've done oh, that yeah. with just just generic social media posts. I'm like, oh man, that's not me oh, anymore. Sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I understand. You know, I always I always think to back to so there's this one composer named named Carl Orff. And uh, he wrote a piece that you probably have heard before, Carmina Burana. I don't know if you know the name, but it's a very popular kind of orchestral piece that uh, it's been, you know, lots of social media uses it sometimes. It's been in like popular culture a lot. But uh, this one piece that he wrote became so successful and he wrote it sort of later in his career. And he was, he burned all his other music. Oh, <laughs> just because this God. piece was like such a success and he wanted that to be what wow. he was known by and and he it, it was sort of unfortunate because he it was kind of a one-hit wonder and nothing after that became anything you know of significance really interesting uh, anyways yeah it's funny like i always think about that but but with the youtube thing yeah i i started getting like you know some traction you know it was very short time that i was posting um but then i just i don't know i just got burnt out very quickly on it and i just left mm. right away yeah, um, I think that's media was better. It was it was much more like fast food, like you know, you could mm -hmm. get things out quickly, and you didn't have to like really focus on the video so much. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that's yeah, YouTube. I noticed YouTube takes um, takes a lot more time of, with editing and, and like trying to right. make it more, you know, presentable, like more than 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 on the fifteen second videos for like right, exactly. for TikTok. <laughs> you just kind of mm -hmm. throw everything together and you right. quickly put it down your idea and you're on to the next one, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because it, it doesn't last as long. Right. I guess like yeah. Instagram, I feel like, you know, I, I'm actually, I should say, I know nothing about social media. I'm horrible. Like with, I never look at the analytics even like I'm, I'm so detached from all that, but uh, just, just my like impression, you know, Instagram feels like you post something and it, and it lasts for like two days. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Gone from, from, I mean, people will still see it a little bit, but it's pretty much just it like burns out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It just gets, it gets so buried, obviously, because there's, you know, billions of people posting all the time. Um, but with yeah, YouTube, whereas on YouTube, people, people are actually going and searching for things. So you'll hit, you'll exactly. get brought up more and more. Yeah. Yeah. And there's waves exactly. of like trends and stuff. Yeah. Cause how often do you really catch yourself going on Instagram and typing in keywords for what you're looking I, for? That's one thing I never, I never do yeah. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't even like, I guess you follow hashtags. I, I don't even do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's literally just kind of looking, and that's kind of bad maybe because I'm trusting it to show me, show me stuff. It's maybe not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> actually right now there's like a big push on Instagram to like actually go away from hashtags. And now because their al algorithm just like knows everything, it like will promote your stuff to the right people. So I guess I your strategy that. is working. <laughs> See, that, that for me would be so relaxing. Actually, so yeah. I just started just talking about social media. I just started like two days ago posting on TikTok. Okay, cool. Nice. That'll be cool to see how that goes. Yeah, I don't know if you have you experienced, have you started that yet? TikTok? Um, we're like, we're there, but not really. Actually, like somebody stole our name. So we had to, oh, shoot. yeah, somebody <laughs> claimed our name. So we had yeah. to open up by a little bit of a different name but we're on there but it's not like our main like focus we'll just like uh Reshare. create a content and just kind of diversify it to long you know among the top. okay yeah do you do that too you just reshare or you make original content well so so far i've just been posting like i have so many like saved videos that 
Yeah. So I'm just kind of dumping. <laughs> dumping yeah, that yeah. That's so Which is cool. You know, it's like a new audience kind of. Uh, okay, you you must have um, upgraded your phone at least once or twice, right? Because of the gigabytes. Oh sure. Oh my, yeah. my god. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> that's my nightmare, actually, because yeah. so the way that I record, maybe maybe that's different from from a lot of people. I don't know, but uh, like I think when people ask me sometimes, like what software I use, I think they're they're wondering how do I get the the time lapse effect. Mm. But you know, the reality is, I record everything real time. Like I have the full painting session mm. recorded and then mm. I'll just speed it up later. So I have like hard drives and a hard oh drive. My wow. gosh. <laughs> yeah. crazy. Wow. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like probably like, I don't know, 30 terabytes. I don't know. Something, something. That's like, insane. Yeah. Hey, whatever Weird. works. Yeah. Um, and so it's I cool. Would, like oh, that'd be ahead. great for YouTube, right? Like I, I could yeah. put all this on there. It's just like, you know, the, the time to, to do it is, I've, I don't have the drive to, to do that whole editing process for, for all these yeah, videos. Yeah, that makes sense. So I really quickly wanted to get back to your style a little bit, like, cause one other thing that I, we had kind of touched on is like, you know, we were talking about these artists who have a very serious approach, right. And maybe you go to their page and all you see is their work and you never see their face and all that stuff. Right. I think there's all these kind of unspoken rules, you know, at least the kind of old school rules for like how to conduct yourself as an artist, you know? And I think a lot of that is, you know, doesn't matter anymore, but it's um, one thing that I've noticed across mediums, whether it's painting or film or anything else, is that like the high art always tries to keep like pop culture at arm's length, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, sure. you know, you like, you see it in the Oscars, right? Like comedies don't really win or like, you know, superhero movies, like, which, you know, I think a lot of superior movies aren't anything special, but like, you know, Thor Ragnarok, for example, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, whoa, this is actually really artistic and interesting and different. <laughs> and yeah, you like that one you said? Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> so I, I look at your art and you, sometimes you'll, for example, paint characters from Euphoria or, you know, some, I, I forget where the others, but I was looking and there were a lot of pop culture um thank oh you. like kevin from the office yeah 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 that was yeah in your broccoli yeah exactly and so i was just wondering like how because i think that's actually really cool that you're like doing kind of a fine art style but bringing in pop culture and i was oh, just yeah, wondering like what's cool. your relationship to pop culture oh yeah it affects me so much like i i don't that, that's a you, that's such a great observation i think uh just for people to to think about in general is like yeah you're you're so right like you feel less important or less validated or something when, when you're when you're painting like let's say like a character from a movie or or, or like um you know any, anything sort of pop culture related like if I, I feel that too and i all i let that enter my mind too like if i'm painting a piece that i think oh this is something important that i want to like be this you know kind of like what you're saying like a high art kind of effect or whatever i make sure that it's you know an unknown person an unknown model mm -hmm. uh, and that it's kind of, you know, dis, dis detached from everything else that it could possibly thought, be thought of in the same world. I think, yeah. you know, that, that, yeah, it's something interesting. Like you don't, it's almost like you don't want, you know, th this sort of like lower class thing to touch, you know, what, <laughs> what you might think is like so prestige or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Um, but and yeah, that like kind of also goes hand in hand with like what you were saying earlier about, um, oh gosh, I just lost my thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah about having fun 
<laughs> about right, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like right. how all these artists are so serious. So it's like, it's hard to like mix those two worlds, but you do it really well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, I think, you know, that's a great thing about social media and just talking about how, like you mentioned, you know, there are these like unspoken rules or like there's this kind of sort of art world that exists that, that, you know, has all these rules to it. Um, that a great thing about, you know, the way that art is delivered now through social media is that it just destroys kind of a lot of that. And, uh, you know, whereas before you were so concerned with making paintings for galleries, right. And that has to be a very sort of narrow, very specific kind of, you know, I don't know, appeal to, to, to a certain kind of person. Yeah. Now I don't think about, you know, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to worry about, you know, I need to paint this because the gallery has to sell it. And if yeah. the gallery doesn't show my work, then nobody's going to see it. Um, so that's something that doesn't even have to, you know, enter my mind. So, you know, if I paint something that I think is, you know, really important and kind of cool and prestige, I don't mind the next day painting, you know, like coming from the office, you know, it's, it's cool. It's fine to, to put those next to each other. It doesn't, yeah, they don't, they don't have to infect each other. They don't, they don't, they don't uh, devalue each other in any way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, I, yeah, and I would even go as far as to say is that like the Kevin thing could be high art, you know, because it's like really what are the rules, right? It's like mm-hmm. they have us so well trained, I think, that, you know, yeah. we, we take it for granted, but it's like really why can't you make something with Kevin from the office be considered fine, ha- art. fine art or be in the gallery somewhere sure, or whatever? I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And there are there are instances of that, you know, creeping in in some worlds like some people have successfully kind of done that i guess mm-hmm. you know the whole pop art like andy warhol and everything oh yeah mm-hmm. had some you know some inclusion of, of of popular culture at their time um but you're right nowadays i feel like if you go to like a fine art gallery mm-hmm. the odds that you're going to see something like that now are, are, are pretty low i think mm-hmm. um, and i feel like realism is like super on the rise in terms of you know what kind of art you see in galleries uh, oh interesting mm. yeah i don't know have you been approached by any art galleries so yeah very very few but yes yeah i have uh that's a, a world that i'm like just so separated from i could just because I, I never you know i don't have any experience with it and and i think proper the problem is that i never went to school so no for, for art so nobody like told me this is the track that you go on. This is how you do this kind of thing. So I've never approached any gallery. I've never kind of sent anything in or anything like that. Uh, but I have been, you know, just through social media, I've been in touch with a few. I've had a few like group shows and I have some solo shows coming up. But uh, man, I tell you what, the, the one thing that just from like a, a normal person perspective coming into a gallery, the thing that blew my mind was like the percentages that they take. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Like I, 50% is like the, the normal thing. For yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so messed up. I was shocked, you know, and I, I understand, you know, okay, the gallery, you know, I want the gallery to exist, right? And they need to make money. So yeah, it's, it's important, but it's just, it's still like a, oh, wow, <laughs> kind of shock. Yeah. Now when, you know, I have my own means of, of, of selling, you know, exactly. I feel like, you know, how much value is there in it, in it for the artist, the young artist now, but, you know, maybe they have such a specific clientele that you know that it is valuable um so have you had i guess um along with that have you been able to like 
find success with the group shows? Have you enjoyed them? Or do you, would you prefer like not dealing with the galleries and just selling to like individual clients? Um, I guess what has been a better experience in your opinion? Yeah. Well, I, I think like the ga- every gallery that I've dealt with has been like super awesome. And the people have been really cool and really, really great and supportive. Um, so I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want to make it sound like I hate galleries. I, lo- I love them. I think they're, they're awesome. And I, in fact, if somebody contacted me, if a gallery contacted me, I would give them the painting for free just, just because it's a cool experience to have your, your stuff up there on the wall. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I would say I love, you know, I, I, I built a website and I kind of put, put like a little shop on there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just managing that is so fun for me. Oh, cool. <laughs> that I, I think the experience of that is so, so enjoyable. Um, yeah. And you, you get to deal with the people directly sometimes. And, you know, they show you like your, your stuff in their house. It's so cool. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, and, and even just like, you know, the business side of it, the, the sort of, you know, making the packaging, putting everything together. It's just such a fun experience altogether. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of like that a little bit more then uh, sending it off to somebody and letting them kind of take care of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I feel you, man. I, yeah. I have that because I'm like, I'd rather package it myself. He yeah, loves to maybe package. Professional, but I'm like, <laughs> I, I'd rather kind of, because I want to make sure the corners and just it's going to really, like just for me that I know sure. 100% that it will arrive safely, especially oh, yeah. if it's original or something, right? Right, I feel um, you on that one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> And even like, even the look of it, like when they get the package, you want it to look, you know, cooler. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, totally. Yes. Felix there's loves something that. About, yeah. There's something about that. <laughs> like you, when things are really nicely wrapped and stuff, I feel like there, I don't know much about Japanese culture, but I know that that is like a thing is that there are like, um, there, there's a, a real appreciation there for like stationary and for packaging oh, totally. and for presentation. For sure. For and that sure. stuff really matters. I feel like, yeah, it takes it. There's almost like this magical zone that you can enter into in life, you know, <laughs> where it's like things that like, if you were to look at that objectively, you'd be like, oh, you're just using more cardboard in a different color, you know, <laughs> but when it all comes together and there's this kind of, you know, ritual about it. Presentation. You know? Yeah. Right. It, like yeah. It, it elevates it and it makes like an everyday experience really. Yeah. And I think extra. that's what you do with your videos. You go, that's what I think. I think artists, like there's a lot of great artists I notice on, on social media. I'm like, dude, they're so good. If they put a little more effort in the, the mm. video or like creativity in their like right. way of presenting it, yes. they could, they could explode or they could, mm. they can get that, you know, extra. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes with packaging and anything that's like, people appreciate that, you know, they appreciate yeah. the little extra, the thought, little extra. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, sometimes I, I get asked like, uh, as by other artists they they say like, you know, oh, well, don't you, don't you hate the sort of obligation to make the video and like, and, and whatnot. And I think like, you know, sometimes it's true. Like it's, it, it's cool to be free of that, that feeling that you need to do it. But man, I love making the videos too. It's so fun to like, especially when there's one with, that has like silly editing or like it's goofy in some way. It's just so fun to like put it all together. 
That's the same yeah. thing I feel like too. You know, yeah, I, I like adding a little bit of humor in there. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. I don't know. There's something, and, and it's okay if, if, like we talked about earlier, if you like are more of a serious and you want to present, that's totally fine as well. That's your character. You know, right. that's fine. Maybe that's okay. Maybe I like, I don't understand that their side, but it would be interesting to talk to them as well and see how they're thinking their thought process. But like for me personally, like I enjoy adding a little bit of humor, you know, like, I grew up with a lot of guys, so we always teased each other, you know, growing up. And, sure. and, and so that kind of like, I don't know, a little bit of a, I don't know, maybe it's funny to me and some other people, but most right. of the people that are maybe won't understand like, <laughs> oh, this is cheesy or whatever, but right. you know, yeah, I yeah. do it for fun, you know? Oh man. See, that's, that's another thing that I've, that I've learned to kind of not to worry about. Like, yeah. you know, like if it's like super cheesy or like super cringy or something yeah. like that. It's okay. It's fine. You know, like yeah. for me, if I have fun doing it, that's, that's the, the, the most important thing. hundred <laughs> percent. Nice. Yeah. One, one man's cringe is another man's treasure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and like, let's, let's be honest. What's cringe at the end of the day. Cause there are definitely things that make me cringe for sure. But like, right. ultimately what, what is like, I don't want, whenever something makes me cringe or even like, I kind of enjoy it for that cringe reaction. I don't want to go out there and let the person know that I'm finding it cringy, you know, like I want them to still right. feel good about themselves. Like, cause that yeah. cringy things at the end of the day, it's just somebody really enjoying themselves <laughs> unselfconsciously, right. See, you know? Yeah, there you go. I think that's, that's the important bit of it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there are some like cringy things that like, okay, man, this is like one thing controversy. So be prepared. I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm too controversial. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, but like there, there's some like trends that just uh, they oh, they oh, get yeah. under my skin so yeah. much with with art and and the problem that i have with it is the sort of dishonesty behind it mm. like it's sort of like this this what what i i even hate using the word but like the cringe kind of thing right i hate the fact that it's like cringy to me and it's it feels so dishonest from them mm. you know um, and one of the ones that i hate is uh so do you know devin rodriguez by any no. chance uh-uh. he's huge on uh I think he's huge on Instagram, mm-hmm. but I think he's huge on, really huge on TikTok, I think. Artist? Oh, yeah. You've seen him before for sure. Okay. Oh, okay. On TikTok, I've seen him. He, he like pretends like he sits there and draws <laughs> someone, right? Yes. I just saw his. Okay. Yes. He has this one that has like 150 million views. And I, immediately when I saw it, I'm like, dude, you did not just sit there and paint this person. <laughs> right. you know? He's on yeah, a so- subway and he's like, he's like, oh, I decided to paint this person. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he'll like paint them, but he cuts the angle. So you can tell that he like went home, painted it and then like brought it back to the person. And the person's probably right. someone he knows, you know? Okay. So what, what like, yeah. yeah, I don't want to now I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm like, so uh, no, non-confrontational person. I, every, I love, <laughs> you know, when somebody enjoys something, I'm super into it. And I'm, I yeah. love that they enjoy it. And, you know, there are people who love those videos and, you know, more power to them. And he, in him, you know, I'm sure he's a brilliant artist and all that stuff. Right. But right. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't stand it because like the, you know, exactly what you said. Yeah. It's obvious it's fake, but you know, it's, I don't get how people don't like, notice that. And the one thing that, that just like, I just put myself in the mind of the artist who's, who's setting the scenario up. And at the end of it, the person gets the, the sketch of themselves and they're like, Oh, thank you. You're such an amazing artist and such a good person. And I'm thinking like, Oh, he wrote those words, you know? And like, 
Oh, how, yeah. could, how could you make somebody say oh, that? Oh, he like wrote it him so about loser. himself. Well, yeah, because he's well, he got, must yeah. have, right? I mean, what other possibility is there? Oh, it just, yeah, like, yeah. That, just, that is cringe. Know. Okay, I just cringe. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, so maybe we do allow a little bit, but no, I think that that's fair. I think that when there is dishonesty and stuff, that's different. You know, that's different than just some teenager like feeling themselves too much. You know, <laughs> so, yeah. like it's, that kind of cringe is my, I love that. That's, that's cool. I, I'm into yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, I just, I, the reason that I brought that up is so funny. I mean, obviously I brought it because of the cringe, but I just saw it like, I can't remember where now. Oh man, that's awful that I just saw it and I can't remember. But uh, another artist who, who made like, you know, basically a copycat video of that. And I'm like, oh man, that's like, that's going to be a thing that like people are going to like focus on doing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's right. Just, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Well, even Felix the other day, I'm going to say this because he would never say it, but like he, their neighbor here in Puerto Rico, um, he like made a painting for her. And I, my first impulse was like, oh, she's so, she's this cute little old lady. Like, let's just get a photo of it. And then I was like, no, hold on. Because I feel like, yeah, like the social media incentive has been to like, yeah, film yourself being a good person, you know? And I think that that it's like, it's, it's such a bad look. Yeah. I don't think, I I guess. Yeah. Just and, and it's a, it is a fine line though. Like, it, yeah. I don't know, obviously I don't know the specifics, but that's an area that you set up. I, I probably, I'd be, you know, maybe I'm, I'd be naive enough, but, but I would say, oh, that's, that's totally fine. You know, I'd, I'd find yeah. that you know, cool and like, you know, genuine and, and, and nice and whatever. Yeah. Um, as long yeah, as it's, it's hard like, to tell, it's hard to, t- it's hard to have like an objective perspective about it because it right. is like, I think, yeah, there is that way of looking at it. Like, hey, it is just a real moment. It might inspire some people. It might make some people's day. If it is a real moment. I think that's the difference is if it is Mm. a real moment. Maybe that's it. You're absolutely right. And you're so right with with the the, the fact that I didn't even think about that connection, but you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, I guess that was a big thing on YouTube, right? Like people kind of filming like, oh, I went to this homeless person and I gave him a hundred bucks or, oh, you know, something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's like you know, a thing now. Well, I think yeah, it's just yeah, my, own, it's my own cynicism probably just because of knowing how internet audiences can be, right. you know, they're just kind of ruthless sometimes, but it's like, but I think that shouldn't stop you. I think that this is me catching myself right now. It's like, you shouldn't let that stop you from doing things. And so- it's an interesting question because even in that scenario where like, you know, let's say it's a huge YouTuber and they give a hundred bucks to, 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 you know, a, a guy who's obviously struggling, like that guy who's struggling still gets a positive return out of it, I guess. Right. Yeah. And even though, you know, at, at the end of it, if you like, you know, if you do all the math, he was taken advantage of, I guess. Right. Like, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting to how you can compute that in your, in your mind in so many different ways. Yeah. 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 Because it's like, and even if people want to go copycat that premise to like get a bunch of views themselves, then, hey, it's still more homeless people getting taken care of, you know? Right, yeah, it's, it's weird. If the yeah. motivation isn't pure. And, like, I think about that. Sorry, I, it just got me excited. No, this is a good, <laughs> this is a good topic. Because <laughs> it's like, I think about um, my gut reaction is, like, especially now, like, because we're so connected and we've, we're addressing a lot of power imbalances and political issues that maybe right. should have addressed a long time ago, right? And, yep. you know, so we're having these conversations about social issues all the time now as a society. And so often I will see celebrities attach their name to these things. And it's so clearly for clout, you know, it's just so transparently to just make sure they keep getting good film deals. 
Right. And it's like, <laughs> but here's the thing. I had to kind of get over that because my gut reaction is like, oh, you're such a manipulator. You're so fake. You know, <laughs> you, you want to use this real movement that people have built to build your fame. But at the same to by the same token, it's like so many people out there will only pay attention if a celebrity is talking about something. They won't pay attention if some scientist or some politician or some activist is talking about something. They need a celebrity face. And so it's right. like if the ultimate, I guess if the ultimate function of it all is that, you know, things move forward, then fine. You know, I can't. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. My, my, like, I totally agree. My, my worry though, with that kind of thing is like, and I think about that with a lot of different things and especially in art too, like if you, uh, if you, if you think only that way, like that it's moving forward because of this thing that, that it's good that it's moving forward, but then it starts to like build up that thing, you know, like that the way that it's moving forward becomes the norm mm. and it, it, you know, maybe there's also value to stopping it. And even if there's a momentary setback, at least yeah. you get rid of the, the sort of dishonesty um, a little bit. So like, for instance, this, like, you know, this driving on the bus, or sorry, drawing. Yeah. Oh this guy's going to come for us. <laughs> we, we're, we both, we're both big enough. You guys are both big enough. Hey, and he's going to hear this. No, right, we maybe. should have him on no, the no, podcast. No, no. I, I would love to. That'd be cool. Oh. It would be fun. And I don't think it was, by the way, that was a joke. I don't think it was in like a mean singling out kind of way. Like, I think we're just having the no. conversation. But we know. should have him on the podcast. Now, just, to, just to say, okay, let me add like a little, little more spice to it. Um, yeah. So I follow this other artist. Uh, Milo Hartnell, who, who's a brilliant artist. And uh, he called him out on it. No. And uh, I, I remember it was like a nothing thing that I like thought two seconds about. And he posted a comment, something, you know, very, very, you know, banal, like, oh, this is fake. Or, you know, why are you staging this kind of stuff or whatever? And I just liked the comment. And uh, the, the guy blocked me. The, oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, it's so bizarre. And apparently, you know, it's weird. I, I was sort of like part of this little group chat of artists. Um, and uh, they said that yeah, a lot of them were blocked just for like being associated with the person who commented. Whoa. I've been I've been blocked before by an artist too. I feel like is, artists are moody. So yeah, new levels yeah right, I guess so. Out there. <laughs> yeah, and, and then like it's weird. It's like I don't know why. Like did they think I copied them or or oh right, yeah. Or something, or 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 maybe I think I reached out to collaborate in a positive, you know, way, like sure. somehow, and and after that, it just died, and instead, in you know, trying to work work it out, I couldn't, I, I don't understand why, you know, right? That's so like bizarre. at least you have this little reason, but anyway, that was oh right, yeah, yeah, that's so freaky. I remember uh, also, <laughs> just on the topic of being blocked, uh, I painted. Uh, that's another interesting subject, by the way, that I like to think about. Like if you paint something, I think like normal people, like the average person who's, who's not painting stuff all the time or who's involved in the art world, they automatically attach like some sign of, uh, of, uh, I don't know, respect or, or of, of love that you have for the thing, the subject that you painted. Mm. So like if you paint like a controversial figure, they immediately associate, oh, you like that controversial figure. Right. You know? mm. So like. I painted recently. I did uh, like a sketch of Joe Rogan recently, and uh, it oh, was the just bathtub. I saw that <laughs> with the nipples. <laughs> yeah, that's what I noticed. I was like, "Those nipples he's are so like, sharp." Like he's saving the nipples for last. <laughs> it was just that's so good. funny because, like, in the comments, it's like you know, you get these people who like. There's one huge group who's like, 
you know, Joe Rogan supporters who were like, oh man, like what's, what's wrong with you? You know, he's, he's a cool guy or, or whatever, you know, like yeah, yeah. support of him. And then there was Joe Rogan supporters who were like, oh yeah, you're, you know, I like Joe Rogan too, assuming that I, that I like Joe Rogan. Yeah. And then there's the other side also like, you know, people who hate Joe Rogan, like, how can you, why would you waste your time painting this person? And it's just so funny. Like, you know, I could be anywhere in that spectrum and like, right. you know, you yeah. still get somebody who's, who's kind of has the That's wrong That's a great idea. point. Yeah. Anyway. So like, uh, um, oh yeah. On, on the term of blocking. So I had painted a girl who, uh, it was actually a makeup artist, um, who sent me a, a reference photo of like this sort of like, just like a beat up kind of face. And, uh, and it was so cool, like, you know, just like from a technical perspective, like, you know, the blood on her face and like whatever kind of like abrasion she had. And uh, I posted that portrait and and some artist who, uh, I, yeah, he was like a professor at like Pratt or some like big, like, you know, design or art school. Yeah. He messaged me specifically about that painting. And he said, you know, this is, I, I can't believe you're doing this. It's so like awful. I hate it. Blocked. And that, and that was oh. like it. <laughs> <laughs> just wow. interesting and i was just thinking like how, what what steps he went through to to do that mentally where like he had to tell me that i was being blocked like he couldn't yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had to let me know that that you know how he felt about it before i could not say anything back to him you know like, mm -hmm. so, right yeah like, <laughs> there's always those people that are like or that or they'll be like I'm unfollowing you. It's like, right, exactly. it was exactly, it was like so all right, right. just yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Yeah, and it's so funny. It was, it was so shocking to me, you know, because like uh, I was a nobody at that time, like no, nobody knew who I was, you know? Right. And uh, this is like, you know, an authoritative figure. Suppose I mean, I don't I actually don't know who, who he is at this point. I can't remember who it is. So I, he wasn't like, you know, some amazing kind of important, super important person or anything. Right. But still like in a 30 position and, you know, to not see like a young artist and say like something helpful to them or like, or encouraging, or, you know, at least sort of get, get your viewpoint across. It was just so bizarre. Like, yeah, why, why would you be more helpful, I guess. Yeah. Well, and I think that there it's what these things you're bringing up. I think it's part of a larger conversation of like, you know, yes, we hear about all the cancel culture, blah, 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 you know, and that, that term just gets so misused. Oh, yeah. But like, what I think there really is, is that social media for everyone, I'm not being one side or the other here. I'm saying that like, there's a tendency, I think, to you need to declare your allegiances and make these kind of snap judgments. Right. And I yeah. think that something that is so like, the reason that I find this whole thing, so this quote unquote cancel culture, even though like, even by criticizing that people think you're like right wing or whatever, but it's like, no, what I like as an artist is I think creativity is so, I mean, uh, curiosity is so, so, so important. Like you need to be able to engage with controversial subjects. You need to be able to paint Definitely. something, maybe dark, something violent, whatever. Not that you have to do that, but, but you should have the right to do that as an artist. Right. And it's like, sure, you'll suffer some fallout every time, but like people are trying to act like that shouldn't even exist in the first place. And it's right. like, no, it's like, it's so central to the, you would not get the things that you love from creatives if you didn't let them be curious, you know, if yeah. they had to just say everything perfectly in line with where the culture is right now. Definitely. And yeah. And I think like, you know, you, even like beyond that, like just because you paint something doesn't, doesn't mean that like you're, you're validating that. thing, Right. 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 Like, like 
you know, it's not like when I painted that, that makeup artist, it's not like I was saying, you know, oh, I like the fact that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like beat up or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's more like for me, you know, just, just to, you know, say where I came from, from that, it was literally just the technical sort of being able to paint this sort of thing that you would never paint otherwise. Right. You'd never kind of, for sure. Otherwise. Um, yeah. And it, I don't know. And like, you know, in my mind, I could have gone so many different ways before I would have thought, you know, if I saw it from somebody else before I would have thought, oh, that person obviously likes to beat people up or, you know, whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> they're a violent person. My immediate thing would be like, oh, you know, they're, they're showing somebody who's, I don't know, struggled or like they're in right. a sort of difficult position, you know, something that would have a more, you know, more behind it than just something so bizarre yeah. as like, you know. Well, that's, no, that's exactly what I'm saying is like, sometimes it's just curiosity. Sometimes it's just right. curiosity and there's no politics behind it. There's no endorsement Definitely. behind it. It's just exactly what it looks like, which is an artist just experimenting and trying out new subjects. And like, yeah, it's, I don't know. I just, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of negative arrows in this world. You just need to learn how to block them. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like you, right. once you learn how what's good and bad, like you'll just the more you practice into like knowing when to like it becomes it just like you just have the shield. It doesn't really, you know, hit you hard. You just kind of passes by or like it doesn't, you know, so you just even if you get the negative comments and or like uh, people on following your thing, your social media going down or whatever, because you wanted to explore and, and expand, you know, your mind and your creativity. I right. think I think for me personally, I, that's more of important for me as a creative to grow as a creative artist, to experience, you know, like that journey, because otherwise I'd feel like I'm confined and, and I'm being in this box and it'd be boring, you know? And, but yeah, people definitely. don't see that. People don't see that because then I'd be, have to live with that every day feeling like I'm in the box, you know, I'd rather block the few arrows and just be feel free, you know, than feeling, you know, confined. Yeah, well, plus, I think that like also um, things get old, you know, like, like you don't want to just keep creating the same way over and over. Like even with this guy on like the bus and stuff like that whole skit is going to get old eventually. And then what, you know, I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to be blocked after this episode. <laughs> or he might come to us and paint us. It's true. Honestly, I would not be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you can cut this out, by the way. Don't. Oh, no, we're not no, cutting. I really, I really think it's it's illuminating. And I think that, yeah, I think truth but is it's important. Also, maybe, maybe we can clarify, like, and I think you already did, but, you know, nothing against the guy personally or even yeah. as an artist. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Not, nothing again it's just it's just so like just the social media aspect of it mm -hmm. yeah i think it's like like from my perspective i just see that he's doing really well at like the marketing side you know right, like exactly. i mean that's we're true. talking about it and if that's his goal then he, that he did it but um what i'm saying from like um I guess like now the artistic side is like at some point that's kind of maybe going to get old and like, you're going to yeah. have to reinvent yourself. And that's something with social media is like, you kind of have to be sharing new things like eventually. Yeah. And then it also makes me question, you know, just to, you know, purely from an art artist standpoint, like how he thinks about it, that would be an interesting question to ask him. Mm -hmm. Block me was uh, mm -hmm. if you, <laughs> If you're doing this thing and, and you look at the 
piece that you created separate from the scenario that you set up for it, you know, how much value do you put in it then? Like, does it still stand as, I don't know what you said, like hundred million. Yeah. Good point. Is it still that just as the art or, or is it relying so much on, on the scenario that you set up for it that it's sort of falsely elevating the art? Do you know, mm. does that make sense? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I feel like I've, even I will confess, I feel like I've had moments where I focus more on the video editing than the art itself, you know, like yeah. the actual, like creating, like I felt the, about the angles or whatever, like more about mm. the art. So the art after it was done, it was like, I didn't, I didn't feel like it was as powerful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, I've, I've had that experience too, but, and it's always in the case where like something didn't work out as well as I had hoped it did. So then I'm trying to kind of do something to make it a little bit better, you know, just, just sort of extra art things that make it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So I wanted to just really quickly, like we're, we're uh, approaching the end here. Um, so I set up an email and people email me questions for Felix and for our guests. Um, and we just call it ask an artist. This oh, cool. is a question that I got so many of that I decided to consolidate. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just wanted to ask you guys kind of like what mindset keeps you guys courageous about sharing your work? Cause as we've just talked about, you know, maybe there's a lot of criticism out there, but there's also a ton of support and it's like what I've noticed. There's just a lot of artists, especially in the, the ones in the early stages who are very timid about sharing their work. And so, yeah, what is it? What's like the mindset that keeps you guys courageous? Cause you clearly both have big bodies of work. You've got good followings. What, what keeps you going like that? Andrew, you want to, if you're ready? Um, yeah, I, I guess like, you know, kind of, you, you already said it, like for me, like, I don't know how, what your experience is, but like, I would say like 99% of the interactions are positive interactions that I get. Like, it's so, so rare yeah. that somebody's going to be really negative towards you. And in fact, you know, the, the most negative thing that I'll run into most of the time is like, oh, this is amazing. Nose is a little too big. You know, something like very, <laughs> yeah, very subtle that like, you know, is probably true, <laughs> but, but they're not really, you know, that's the most negativity that you would run into. Um, that's when you need to hit them back with your nose is too big. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's, I got to save that one. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so I, that, that's definitely, you know, something that's so encouraging. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think when you get bigger and like people start relying on you a little bit, like. Mm -hmm you're part you end up to be part of their like routine a little bit and they like comment things like you know oh this painting made my day or like i'm always so happy to see your work you know just like stuff like that just makes you feel so inspired to like, keep going and, and mm -hmm. do it that's cool and then and then you know separate from social media just like um i don't know just the, the sort of like love of creating is, is always the thing that kind of keeps pushing me forward like um you know, not even thinking about the result, but sort of how much I enjoyed doing the thing. And then being able to share that is, is, is a, yeah. you know, even, even if I don't even look at sort of like what people are saying about it. Um, I don't know. There's, there's some kind of release to sending it out there, you know, yeah. <laughs> even if you just kind of send it and forget about it. <laughs> uh, totally. Yeah. It's like what you were saying earlier about like most of the time you're going to spend as an artist is in the process, not the releasing. So you might as well enjoy the process. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Felix? What, what's like your mindset that keeps you courageous and keeps you sharing? 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. You know, it's kind of similar um, uh, answer, I would say, is I think like I just try to focus on the like more of the positive side of things, you know, and there are way more positive than, you know, negative. Yeah, definitely. You, have, you still have people. Um, when I first started creating and I wasn't even I had to practice my skills and blending and all that stuff. I still then had um, more positive feedback than negative, even though like looking back at my art, it was, I, in my opinion, it's crappy, you know, <laughs> like, but still I had more positive feedback than, you know, negative. And I just felt like um, maybe some were honest, maybe some weren't, but it's okay. Right. What, what matters is like, I latched onto that positivity in my mind and thought, you know what, I'm going to explore this a little more and try yeah. something a little bit to maybe push myself a little more, you know, because yeah. of, I, you know, holding on to that thought, you know, you know, that, that brings up an interesting uh, thing, just, just like a last point, like the, uh, the positivity, like about it being some, some of maybe not being honest with it. That that's so interesting too. Like, mm -hmm. I, I often think that like it's a danger when you get to sort of the the sort of bigger kind of levels and and there's like a following that's that's sort of a little bit more uh, loyal to you, mm -hmm. and uh, they won't be honest with you all the time. And it, and it could be it can be disorienting because this thing that you create. I've had that experience. I don't know. If, I'm sure you've had with, with all the stuff you posted, but like, you know, you'll make something and you'll be like, oh, this is just not good, but I'll post it anyway. And then like. <laughs> people like, love it yeah. it's like oh what what's going on like why <laughs> why, why did that happen you know and, and, it, and I, I can't help but think that a large part of it is oh they they they're just lying to you or, or they think that it's better than it is because you made it hmm. and they're not you know they're not really paying attention too much to it or, or, or whatever but uh yeah i don't know that's a a trap and a lot of yeah. a lot of the times like uh Felix will be like, oh, I don't even like this. And then like, he'll post it. And that's like the best, the one that like performs the best. <laughs> yeah. right. and, I, and I don't understand why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no yeah. Yeah. Well, I think maybe like this is you guys tell me what you think about this. This is just an idea that occurred to me as you were saying that is like, maybe it's just like accepting that you'll never know. Right. Or that there, there never is an answer as to whether this is necessarily great or not. But right. maybe if you just keep trying new things, keep pushing yourself in the direction that excites you, like that's the answer, you know, is just, hey, if I'm trying something new, whether people love it or not, like at least I know I'm trying something new. At least I know I'm like engaging in some discovery here and just doing the part that I love, you know, mm -hmm. I have a I have a, my brother, uh, his uh, I have a niece. She's um, she, she's very young, you know, and she's getting into art and, and, and drawing. And every time I go to like my family's house, she would come up with a picture and show me like of, a of like abstract <laughs> piece. And I don't know what it is, but she's like, this is a cloud or this is this. And she would like to show me for some reason that she already knows that I like art, you know, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you know, you're showing it to me. That's, I appreciate that. You know, you're, right. you know, you're, you're actually, you know what I do and you like, you're so little and you already understand. That's and cool, even yeah. your art, I'll be like, you know, that's beautiful. That's awesome. Right, Good job. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I encourage you to continue, yeah. you know, seeing what, oh. where that takes you, you know, it's a beautiful thing. That's and so like, point, um, yeah. yeah. And I feel like there are a lot of people that just want to like, like whenever you're sharing your art, like, I feel like they're just there like, oh, you know, like you're, I know what you're doing. You're, you're exploring right. your, and I appreciate that, you know, and they kind of yeah, want yeah. you to uh, succeed and, and like support you. And I'm like, I feel like, 
Okay. So like, I feel that actually when I focus on those kind of people, I feel like I, I owe them that, you know, that extra push. And then well, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's a, that's a great, that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. That's a good thing for, you put me in a good mindset for today. I think that's, that's, awesome. <laughs> well, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's and I think, I think to the people at home, it's like, man, I I'm inspired by listening to both of you talk about this is that like, those of you at home who are afraid, just, just remember that, like, there's so much more positivity out there than negativity. Like we're all reasonable people here. I don't think anyone sitting here right now is going to go after this, like after this interview and go find something on Instagram to like write negative comments about, you know, that takes effort. <laughs> that takes like a very, you have to be really hurting to go do that. And Dude, I, feel I, that I, always, I think about that. What kind that. of person do you have to be to, to even do something like that? Like I, I could never imagine, even if I hate something. Yeah so hard for me to to say that to somebody else you know to like ah it's it, i can't imagine <laughs> yeah and so it's yeah. like for those artists it's like think think of who you are you're not going to go out and do that to people so there's right, exactly. the majority of other people are not going to come do that to you like you might as well just do it and just mm -hmm. and, and accept the fact and then, then the bigger you get the more you keep pushing the more people you're going to connect with the more positivity is going to come into your life mm -hmm. definitely yeah, 100%. This was good. This was awesome. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much. This is this was awesome talk, finally talking. Oh, to no, you. thank you so much. It's awesome talk you. You're an awesome thank guy. You. And I'm excited to see what you'll create next. It's always fun for me as a, as, as a creator to, to, to follow, like, especially with pages like yours, because it's, it's unique. You, you, I don't thank know you. what you're going to create next, you know, it's mm -hmm. not like the same. So it's a lot of fun. So I wanted to. Pressure's on now. <laughs> yeah, pressure's on. That's right. <laughs> Um, I wanted to ask you, like, is there any last like words you wanted to say to the you know, listeners? Um, anything you what's coming up or what, what you, you know, anything you want to um, promote, like your website? Oh, or any I mean, shows? Yeah, but no, <laughs> 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 I have stuff coming up, but I don't know. Uh, I, you know, honestly, the best way is just my Instagram is probably I'll, I'll post there, whatever's coming up. So. Cool. Okay. Cool. No so that's that's at Andrew Kadima. That's spelled C A D I M A. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Andrew. We really appreciate it. I know I learned a ton. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And I and I always say this, but like in the future, we might, you know, if you want to come back, we might have you back and cool. see where you're at, you know. Yeah. So yeah. if you're willing, yeah. we'll like. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, super fun, super fun. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is our episode with Andrew Kadima. Be sure to download our episode wherever you're listening and leave a review. Thanks, guys. And we'll see you next week. This has been the Color by Felix podcast. Take, Take care. care, guys. Bye. Take care.